All right, welcome back to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brothers Sportscast, Real Talk, Real Fans. We bring you Michigan football each and every week. I am Caleb, and with me as always is Craig. Put our little pitch in here at the beginning so I don't forget. Check out the Blue Network, Everything Michigan Football on Facebook. It's a closed group, but if you ask to join, you will be admitted shortly thereafter. Great stuff going on there. A lot of conversation, of course, going on after... uh, the results of the Michigan-Ohio State game. Uh, Another shout-out and thanks to the people who called and left voicemails about that game. But we move on to a different topic. Oh, shoot, I'll have to remember to bring that up. We had a a little bit of a call that involved that last time, so I want to make sure that we include the thoughts from that one. But we're going to be talking about the uh, playoff rankings this episode as the rankings came out this evening. Uh, But we... We'll do a quick little introduction, a, a little story that really I, I wanted to share it last time, but I couldn't. It, it was it was a mood killer. Well, I wouldn't say it's a mood killer, but the whole game thing and everything, it just didn't fit. It didn't jive. Yeah. So okay. I I um I had to wait until now. So I I I quite possibly may have had one of the. I absolutely had one of the most unique and hilarious experiences for my life as far as Thanksgiving um, holidays go. It's definitely going to be one that is more uh, extraordinary and unique than most. But you I know there. Did you say it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I, like I said, it's it's a it's a good funny one, but it just didn't fit in. Like I, I oh. there was too much to say last time. Okay, I get so it. I, okay. I had to wait until now. So. Uh, just a little back end of the story. Um, my I come from a conservative family. I mean, that's like my parents' family. That's uh, partially how my family is now and everything. Uh, so, too. I mean, yeah. So, my uh, my parents are Christians and they are churchgoers and they are... Um, uh, I'm trying to, they, they don't drink. They, they have certain standards that they have that are personal and they have some that are religious. And so they're, they're just conservative. They don't uh, have the liveliest of lifestyles. They love to travel and, you know, be uh, relaxed and things like that. So, you know, not, nothing too special kind of bland, you know, just normal conservative. I don't really know much more to tell you than that if unless you were able to meet them. I was trying to come up with a good comparison in my mind of like maybe a TV family or something that I could it, put out there. Like, you're kind of almost ex- saying my family though. My family is the same <laughs> same way, man. Just Oh yeah, yeah, they're, no, uh, they're, trust me, they're a blast to be around, but they're yeah, they're just you know, we don't, you know, do a lot, a whole lot of drinking. I mean, we'll have a beer or something, but we don't do a whole lot of that. But uh, you know, but we have a good time with each other. That's fun. So, yeah, for sure. And yeah. so I can definitely see the relation where you could picture that and put the relation oh, yeah. in, your, in your mind. So I'm trying. I was trying to think of, and maybe if I mentioned to you real quick, like if there was a TV family that would be a good comparison. But I can't because most of the time on TV you see the extremes. You know, like you see the right. crazy left wing the crazy right wing and so i nobody really came to mind to me that I could really do a comparison but anyways so con- conservative parents so anyways so thanksgiving pretty relaxed actually for me it was on wednesday with my family 
uh, pretty relaxed and everything. And usually what winds up happening is maybe there's a couple projects that we try to help our uh, parents out with, my brother and I, just different things. But something that was funny enough that happened last year that happened also again this year is that um, my nephew is at my parents' house a lot, and he was playing last year, and he's – I think he's 11 this year, so he was 10 last year, and he did something that broke my parents' bed. Like a bar underneath broke the bed, right, and everything. And so we had to go in there, and we uh, we fixed it last year. And some happened with it again this year. Uh, I mean, like he's a big football player size kid, so uh, so it happened again this year. So we're just like ah, so we got we got at least it wasn't an instant fix this year. It was something that like a manufacturer was going to have to fix a piece or send a new piece. So we had to disassemble it at least so they could still sleep on the box and the uh, the mattress. So we took everything off of it, and we were putting stuff away. And I, this, the, I can imagine people are thinking this could go so many different ways. <laughs> but so you imagine my conservative family and the shock that one could get when you take back your parents' sheets or the bed covers and blankets, everything, and you reveal that their sheets are pot leaves. <laughs> yeah, okay. My parents had pot leaves on their sheets. And so the funniest thing about it is and like. they didn't even know, did they? I don't think. Uh, well, I, I'm i quite certain that they both didn't know because the, there was really no conversation that happened with my dad. But I asked my mom. I was like, Mom, I have you one know question can, for you. You know that's cannabis, don't you, Mom? What? Well, well, no, I, I was with her and my my wife was there and she was just like, I almost busted because she ran across it and happenstance. Okay. Uh, and she like texted me. She couldn't even say in front of me. She's just like, "Did you know this?" And I was like, "Yeah, I just saw it." So when uh, a little bit later, when we were sitting there, I asked my mom. I was just like, "Do you realize what is on your sheets?" And she's just like, "Oh no, what is it?" And I was just like, "That's pot." Yeah. And she's just like, "Oh, I just got it because it looks. I I liked how it looked." Yeah. Do you got any like pot, you know pot smoking music or something you could play right now? Oh man, <laughs> no. I I should have something somewhere. But yeah, it was, I was, I cracked up. My wife said that she was basically crying uh, on the inside. Like she, when I brought up the, cause I just pulled it out of the blue and uh, surprised, uh, caught my wife off guard with it. And she uh, almost had to leave the room, but it was just one of those where it's just like, she bought it because it looks nice. Now I kind of understand that, but then to go further with it <laughs> is when she explained where she bought it. Because she also said that she bought it in one of those stores in the malls. That's the, uh, I don't know, would you call it the? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, like a, you yeah. know where I'm going. It's got the swords right. and the knives and the oh yeah, uh, yeah, the right. hemp stuff and the right the incense and all that. And that's where she bought it. And I'm kind of like, mom, what would you expect to buy there? So yeah, it was it was priceless for me i know it's kind of one of those stories where you have to be there but it was i i had to share it dude that is it's just like you just can't believe and forever your parents will be known for that and they're like no it can't happen <laughs> wow dude that's funny man yeah and i know that um <laughs> that uh so, they they would probably not appreciate this story being explained but it's one of those things that you just laugh at so, you said did your parents get a kick out of it. Uh, my mom laughed about it. My dad was just kind of like, I don't "Here know, we go." Uh, there you go. 
Wow. Yeah, that's it's that's a Caleb's house right now. <laughs> yeah. There and it's a little bit hazy maybe in my parents' house now. <laughs> yeah. As they're burning the sheets. Yeah. To see what it's like to smoke pot yeah. leaves. Yeah, you hear so, you hear you heard it here first, man. Oh yeah. Caleb. You know those crazy baby boomer generation. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, man. <laughs> You want to have a good time? Go to Caleb's house. <laughs> yeah, party party at Caleb's parents' house. Yeah, yep. <laughs> it's high school all over again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow, uh, man. I, I will say I was not the one who was doing that. That was usually somebody else in the family that was pulling that shenanigans. <laughs> anyway, so we took a long time with that. Uh, I, I had to share that, but we will go ahead and jump into because I know we have plenty to talk about. Lots of stuff going on, so we do want to get into the playoff conversation. So don't go anywhere. All right, so rank new rankings after Michigan's loss to Ohio State. Um, they came out tonight. Alabama remains number one. Ohio State remains number two. Um, Clemson and Washington both move up. So Clemson three, Washington four. Michigan dropped all the way to five, which that was actually actually no. Uh, I originally was kind of thinking five, but um, my prediction was that Michigan would be four and Washington would be five, but eh, no biggie there. Okay. Uh, And so the last five, yeah. Yeah, the last team sitting out, uh, the first two teams out would be Michigan five and Wisconsin six then in the playoff rankings. And real quick, just to include them in the top 10, Penn State seven, Colorado eight, Oklahoma nine, and Oklahoma State 10. Right. So now I think I myself kind of had a busy evening, so I was not on top of the whole conversa- uh, conversations going on. And from what I saw on Twitter, it looked like you – were you watching some of the stuff oh, going on? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'll let you start the conversation um, well, and get, yeah. get it rolling. Well, just – you know, I, I, I expected Michigan to be at five. So, it's, you know, that wasn't uh, any – Shocked. I think I would have been a little bit shocked if they were at four. You, know, you probably would have seen a lot more people blowing up and pissed off <laughs> the Michigan haters out there if they did. But um, it, it, none of none of it was surprising. Nobody literally looked at the rankings and said, you know, this is a shocker. I didn't see anything that just stood out and made me say, you know, whatever. Maybe some of the lower ranking teams, um, like for instance, Florida State moved above Louisville which was interesting. So, but anything else, but my thing is, is what happened after the rankings was, um, more and less listening. I think a lot of people saw the rankings and then they turned the TV off and walked away, but then they didn't wait to hear what, uh, the college playoff uh, committee chairman said, uh, Kirby Holcutt said, um, and I can't re- reiterate exactly what he said to a T, but pretty much he said, and you can see it on his face. If you could actually go back and look at him on TV in his face, he said emphatically at least two to three to four times, he said the line drawn between Michigan and Washington is razor thin. In fact, he said very, very thin. In fact, it, I guess it took him two to three days back and forth 
and disagree, you know, everybody about their scheduling and who they should put in the four spot. So that tells you between Washington and Michigan is so they he said it was so small that it, that's why they were arguing back and forth. So that gives Michigan a lot of hope in this. So that was the biggest thing we heard and what I got out of this. So if if Washington struggles in this game and if they lose, Michigan Michigan gets in, but um a few other things maybe got to happen, but uh, that really right there puts Michigan in good shape because I think just based on his his, body, his facial expressions and what he wanted to say, he literally looked like he wanted to say Michigan needs to be at number four. <laughs> so uh, interesting, yeah, yeah. Because I saw some of the comments and some of the things that were posted on social media, so I was keeping up through that. But I didn't yeah. obviously not watching it. You don't see that. But it, yeah, that, th- yeah, I'm sorry, Kevin. The other thing he brought up was really, really telling, and this is going to blow the whole um, the way we look at the committee and the way they judge things. He literally said that the, these games coming up hold don't hold a lot of water <laughs> at all. So, oh really? That oh. yeah, that is key because he said the line between Ohio state and Penn state is way far, you know, like he said, it was the, it's a huge gap between the two, even if Penn state wins or Wisconsin wins. But yeah, he said that uh, the games, that that these playoff games, these conference champions don't hold a lot with them. I mean, even if they're good games, it's just that they don't. And I thought, wow, that is pretty interesting. (laughs) So what it tells me is, then why are we even having them? <laughs> yeah. Well, why are we even doing rankings? You know, why do rankings? Why don't we just wait to the end of the season and then pull up your top four and then rate them that way? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's kind of well, just your top 25 and then say this way and then you go to this bowl and you go to this bowl. Just pick the top 25 best teams, right? If yeah, we the, the drama best, though they love right. the drama. Oh, yeah, they love the <laughs> well the drama. The yeah, the yeah. Obviously, there's a lot of drama on Twitter, but uh, the drama, yeah, like you said, and uh, people are mad and people are happy, and yeah, it's that comes with it. But uh, my thing would be it, what he said, what Kirby said was pretty interesting. So, but um, yeah, oh. yeah. Well, that that is interesting. So. Basically, kind of from their dialogue and what I've seen, what we've seen, it looks like almost they're just saying there are five teams looking at the playoffs. Yeah, because uh, it seems like they're making a huge gap there mm-hmm. between the top five. Uh, Wisconsin is kind of the border team where it's just like how much weight do they give them? Um, but there's a big gap between five and seven. So the question is. Uh, yeah, I mean, if they're putting a huge gap between, it, you, they have to. If they're putting a huge gap between Ohio State and Penn State, I mean, Michigan was the team that actually beat Penn State, so uh, they're giving uh, weight to Michigan, and so then the question is kind of Wisconsin. Yeah, so, well, you're right. If just given what I saw, obviously, if Clemson wins, which I think they will, like you brought up against Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech's got a great defense. They they don't have a great offense but um, and Clemson has a great offense and not a very good defense but um um I feel I just feel like Clemson's just beat Virginia Tech pretty easily but uh you know and I kind of the one that's is uh key in this is Washington against um 
Colorado, and that's the big game. And then I think it'll be interesting to see if if one of those should lose, then does it open the door to, for one of these Big Ten champions to get in, you know? Or possibly does Colorado get in if they beat them? You know what well, I mean? Well, here's yeah, here's the interesting thing, and here's here's the way I'm seeing it right now. Um, if one of them loses, it definitely does kind of open the door a little bit for Michigan. If Clemson or Washington lose, it opens the door a little bit. If yeah. both of them lose, that's huge. But here's kind of the thing. If, if just Clemson were to lose, I feel like that would open the door yeah. oh man, for Michigan. If Washington was to lose, that might open the door for Colorado to jump way up high. I mean, for beating the number four team in the country. Right. And them being right there at eight. But I don't know if their jump would be that high, plus that putting them a in front of a team that beat them, beat right. Michigan. That's um, a pretty big jump, though. You can talk yeah, that is a pretty big jump. Eight to four with yeah. that matter. But that's the thing. They're they're beating the number four team, where with Penn State and Wisconsin, their best, the best win out of that would be seven beating six. Okay, then would you say the Big 12? Would they, big 12 has no. With the Big 12, no I mean, would you say, you know, would Oklahoma beating Oklahoma State, which is, actually, you know, they're at 10. So it feels big, like they, they don't have any shot. I mean, yeah, I mean they're way nine, but they're, you know, could they leapfrog all those teams? I don't see that happening either. I mean, I'm looking at these. I don't see Colorado. I don't see Oklahoma, Colorado, if they win big, win, leapfrogging. Yeah, I don't see, I don't see them. Stay. Yeah, well, that's the thing where I'm putting that since Wisconsin, Penn State are right next to each other and yeah. Oklahoma and Oklahoma State are right next to each other where that's not going to be a big jump. But since Colorado is going to be beating a team that's ranked four spots ahead of them, that would give them a jump. Would it be enough? I don't think so. No, I don't but, either. So yeah, but in a way, okay, go ahead. Oh no, I'll let you finish. Mine's well, just, a different. I mean, kind of I'm kind of I'm trying to figure this out and what you're where you're heading. So yeah, I can see how Clemson is a big. If they lose, that might be a significant drop for them for Michigan to get in there because obviously they had some games that they should have lost like the um north carolina state they should have lost that game i don't know missed field goal but uh and then they had some sketchy games along the way and if you look at what happening happens with michigan the lot their losses have all been on the road and they've all been a combined of four points you know what i mean so yeah that really to me and they've beaten Wisconsin, they beat Penn State and Colorado, all within the top ten. In fact, they're all like moving up, <laughs> so that should hold a lot of water. And I think it really does with the the committee, and that's what they're looking at. So, um, yeah, that's interesting, man. I don't. Yeah, it, it's. I don't know how it's going to play out, but we need. I feel like we need Washington to lose. Yeah, well, we definitely. It, if there's any hope, and I don't know, it's uh, there. There's so many different things to be saying to this, but with the conversation that we're on with it right now, um, I was talking with someone earlier tonight, and it was 
honestly, the committee has set it up perfectly because they can do absolutely whatever they want with whatever happens if one, if Clemson or Washington loses. Yeah, they they have yeah. every they have set it up so they can do whatever they want because they have the choice of taking a conference champion from the Big Ten, or they have the choice of giving the priority of the head-to-head because Michigan beat both Wisconsin and Penn State. Right. So you could keep both Wisconsin and Penn State put behind Michigan. And so they have set it, They have a perfect setup where they could make a decision either way because someone's going to win the Wisconsin-Penn State matchup. Mm-hmm. And so unless Colorado absolutely blows out Washington, right. that jump is probably not going to happen. And mm-hmm. so even whoever wins the Oklahoma-Oklahoma State game they're not going to jump no four teams no or, or five just, spots not gonna happen yeah so really you're looking at colorado having a very slim chance like i said i mean they would have to have a blowout win but yeah. that's i mean it's gonna be tough for them to win at all let alone a blowout win so that's probably not gonna happen so really yeah if clemson or washington lose they have the committee will have an easy uh option of if it's clemson they could even maybe take it as far as just dropping them one spot if they wanted to or they could take the big 10 champion and move them up or keep move michigan up a slot so they they have a lot of options moving forward so it's just kind of interesting to see how that uh sits there for them moving forward for this week yeah you're right Obviously, it, it's it's over if Clemson wins and Washington wins. It's over. Then those that'll be the yeah. four, four, top four. We know that. So, just yeah. based on what I'm seeing, the reason why everybody's all got their changing their avatar or whatever on Twitter and things to Colorado because if Colorado beats Washington, it drops Washington down. Michigan gets in, or if Clemson loses, like you said, I think that drops them down pretty significant. Because yeah. the very fact is Virginia Tech's not even ranked very high. In fact, yeah, they're not even ranked in the top. Oh, they're ranked in 23. So, yeah, that would drop. Yeah, and, we, yeah, and we've seen how far some teams will drop <laughs> yeah. and some teams won't. Right. But then again, too, like they're, they're the different circumstances of right. not a lot of teams are going to be losing this week because no. not every team is going to be playing. So. No, you're right. And I think you're right. I think we need to probably start cheering on Virginia Tech over Clemson if we can, you know, and that would be, that's the one game I'm very just not sure about because the very fact is I don't think it'll be close. I don't, I just I, uh, don't, but um, I can always hope. But uh, if they lose, let's say Washington loses, okay, to Colorado. Colorado, I don't think can leap up that far up to number four. But the one I guess that would be interesting was is becomes the whole. This is what I'm hearing a lot is the Wisconsin Penn State. If Wisconsin wins, do they leapfrog Michigan? And yeah, that's what I'm hearing a lot of. And can, can we make a case for it? I think people will make a case for it. Um, and that's the one that's questionable because I don't see just based on college football and what I know about it, it's, it's such a money driven league, you know, and it is, and that's, is it fair? No, but it's money driven and they love drama. And if, if you don't think they want Alabama, Ohio state, Clemson and Michigan in there, you're nuts. Yeah, (laughs) they do. You don't think they want to see Michigan, Jim Harbaugh against Nick Saban or (laughs) you or, or Dabo, you're nuts. 
they want that. That brings in the money. It's that's what fans do. They travel well. All those teams travel great, and they make a boatload of money. In fact, Wisconsin does too. But you don't really have the drama there with the, the head coach. But Penn State, no. I mean, they, they don't have. I mean, they don't have a lot of fan. I mean, they have a good fan base, but not. They don't. They're not across the country like Michigan or. Ohio State, Clemson, and Alabama. Washington, Washington, for instance, if they get in, great, but they don't bring a lot of fan base or drama yeah. either. So, yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, it's. Oh man, I had some. I had a thought when you were saying all that, and then I was listening. And I lost it. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. Uh, I definitely agree with what you're saying. And so, what do you see, Wisconsin? How do you see that playing out? The winner on each side. What would oh. what do you think would happen? Yeah, that's what it was. Uh, uh, so this is basically basically what Michigan fans are hoping and rooting for is uh, Clemson. The perfect scenario would be Clemson losing, Washington losing. And Wisconsin. Penn State beating Wisconsin in a very close, close game. game. <laughs> right. In that situation, and Colorado not blowing out Washington when they beat them. In that situation, it's right. a, pretty much a guarantee that Michigan would fit into one of those two slots uh, between right. Clemson and Washington. Um, that would be where everything would work in, their, in Michigan's favor. But, yeah, I think even if just one of Clemson or Washington lose, that that would create the opportunity for them to move up. Because, like I said, there's just that perfect opportunity where the committee can decide on the head-to-head or the conference championship uh, to make that decision. So uh, something to look at with the uh, current rankings. Um, And I, I was trying to do this when a lot of other things were going on, so you might have to bear with me. But if I'm not mistaken... These should be the correct numbers for the playoff top 10 playoff teams versus the top 25 playoff teams. Okay. Alabama is sitting at 4 and 0. OSU is sitting at 3 and 1. Clemson is sitting at 3 and 1. Washington is sitting at 2 and 1. Michigan is sitting at 3 and 1. Um Wisconsin is sitting at one and two. Penn State is sitting at one and two. Colorado is sitting at two and two. Oklahoma one and two, and Oklahoma State two and zero. Oh. Wow. So honestly, I mean, you're looking at kind of relatively close. The three teams that stick out as not doing very well are Wisconsin, Penn State, and Oklahoma. Actually, right. Yeah. Um. So. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, close battle and everything. So when you want to look at it a little bit closer, because, I mean, these are the teams that the playoff committee are saying these are the legit teams. These are the top 10 uh, in the playoff rankings. So that's them versus the top 25 of the playoff rankings. If you look at the top, uh, the top 10 versus the top 10, this is where it gets kind of interesting because Alabama hasn't played a top 10 team. No. Nope. OSU is 3-1 and one versus the top 10 teams. Yep. Clemson has not played a top 10 team. Washington has not played a top 10 team. Michigan is three and one like OSU against the top 10 teams. Yep. Wisconsin is 0 and two. Yeah. Top 10 teams. Penn State is one and one Colorado. Oh, and one 
Oklahoma 0-1, and Oklahoma State has not played a top-10 team. So yeah. there, when you look at it like that, OSU and Michigan are looking at being two of the best teams right. because they've yeah. actually faced the best teams right. and they've beaten them the yeah. majority of the time. And then we beat them soundly. Yeah, and, and so the and question Ohio is, State struggled. You know, yeah, and, the only and one Ohio, beat out, uh, was Oklahoma, right? They blew them out pretty good, but that wasn't. You know, they'll say the beginning of the season, but it is the beginning of the season. But that that should count because it did count for us. Yeah, so. well, and then also Michigan, their one loss against the top ten team was in double yeah. overtime. Right, like yeah, like you said, play. it's combined to four points. I mean, yeah, and that was one of them. One of the losses was to the number two team in the country. <laughs> yeah, so so that looks drastically different. Now, of course, it doesn't tell you a whole lot, but that's when I was first looking at things, I was kind of like, well, would it be better if Wisconsin won? Because if Wisconsin won, that would give them their first win against a top 10 team. Right. But since Penn State is behind Wisconsin, it'd be better if Penn State won a close game because then there would be the chance of basically Wisconsin, Penn State just switching spots. Uh, Yeah. Or maybe maybe Wisconsin dropping a couple. Yeah, those two just switching spots. And then... Let's say Clemson wins, Michigan would move to four, and then Washington would just drop down to what? Past Penn State and Wisconsin? Or uh, or would they just drop to five? They. Uh, we switch. Well, well, we. It might just be switch spots. They might drop spots. a couple. But okay. really, at that point, it doesn't matter. Right. Because you're looking at whoever the top four might be. I mean, heck, Alabama could lose if. They wanted to because they right. probably just dropped down to four at the worst. They'd still be in the top four. You know it. Well, this is what you're going to see, and, and I expect this to be – it's already happening. There's so many people that are you know, trolls and whatever and hate Michigan haters out there. They're already getting honest about this. But uh, can you imagine Michigan jumping up to that four spot with Washington that's 11-2 and two. Clemson, let's say if they lose, it's eleven and two. Wisconsin, let's say Wisconsin win, they're eleven and two, and Michigan vaults over them at ten and two. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing where I would I would point out the first the top ten, right? Uh, those numbers no, that we right. just put up, right? Because um, teams, uh, there are several a lot of teams on here that haven't played anybody: uh, Alabama, right. Clemson, Washington, and Oklahoma State. Yeah. And now, of course, I'm not saying that Alabama's not a good team. Everybody knows that Alabama's a good team. But then that puts question marks on Oklahoma State, yeah, kind of Clemson and Washington. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know they're credible. But that's, I mean, when you're not playing the top ten teams to be able to see really, truly what level you're playing at, especially Clemson with how inconsistent they've been, right. that raises some flags. So, Right. But now, now – now this is going into – we're going to take this into another realm and everything because we're going to start talking about the uh, college football playoffs as a whole. I Things have changed for me because, I mean, yes, I've paid attention to college football since the playoffs have started. I've not really paid that much attention to how things have changed week to week with who they're going to be putting in uh, before this year because Michigan wasn't in it, wasn't even close, and so it didn't matter that much to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I didn't pay that close attention to it. Um, but I, in my, in the back of my mind, just like I didn't spend a lot of time thinking about, it, but I thought conference championships were important. I was kind of like, well, yeah, that would yeah. make sense. You want to win your conference championship. 
but the way that things have turned out this year, no, it, it's causing me to change my mind because that is the thing where in the Big Ten, everyone will agree. I mean, so many people will agree that the two best teams in the conference are not even in the, t- the championship game. Right. And yeah. and that is that almost completely defies the logic of having a conference championship game. No, you're right. And I don't think this is going to be weird to say, but I, it's, you know, you're going back to the BCS way of thing. That's how you would decide the BCS system is you win your conference and then you more than likely will be able to go and have a chance to get to the championship game, but not now. The way I'm yeah. seeing this is it's, this looks like you should just do away with it or, you know, add an extra game for everyone. And do yeah. it that way, and then just put your rankings out at your, when you're done. Because to me, they just said that strength of schedule, head to head, your championship conference championship game doesn't really matter. They he said that that they don't hold a lot of water to them. They just want the best teams in there. Well, then throw all that out. Then then you just throw in the best teams that you feel that they feel that's in the in the country at the time. And we, and I'm like, this is, it's nuts, man. I don't even know where to go with this. Yeah. So right now, honestly, like that's kind of the crazy thing where the big 10 title game really doesn't hurt. Or it almost looks like it doesn't really help or hurt anyone. It's really right. Clemson and Washington. Their title games could hurt them. If anything, <laughs> You're right. Right, exactly. No, so the conference title games are kind of uh, like for Ohio State, it actually helps Ohio State that they're not in the title game because if they went to the title game and lost again, they, win they would not get in. Right. So they are avoiding a game that they could possibly lose because they would be up against Wisconsin. They had a close game against Wisconsin. Right. <laughs> and so they are avoiding a game that they could possibly lose that would totally drop them out of the top four. Yeah, if you lose to the same team, or no, no, they didn't lose to Wisconsin. But I mean, if they put another a loss on there, uh, an eleven-two team, very, very likely, especially with the being at the end of the season, and depending on how it went, they could drop out. Yeah, and you have to remember this: this the first time they came out and started this, they made the big mistake of putting TCU at number three, and then they said what that uh, uh, oh. Uh, Ohio State whips up and beats down Wisconsin for the Big Ten Championship and vaults Ohio State over TCU. Yeah. So that's saying to to us and every fan out there that conference championships matter. But now they're saying it doesn't. Yep. <laughs> so and that's I'm the like, thing where we've I'm said that they go out back of mind and forth. confused, dude. I seriously yeah. do not know what holds water. Guess what? This weekend, you're going about to see exactly what if these championship games matter or not. Well, this is honestly kind of, I think, how how some of it works with the championship games. I'm not defending the committee, but I believe this is maybe where they're getting some of their logic. Either that or just, they're just pulling it out of their butt. They, the conference championships matter when they know that they have the best teams in there. Right. And so that's part of the thing of maybe them saying, you know, conference championships don't really matter this year with some right. of it, which is true because you don't have – you don't even have one of the best teams in the Big Ten, uh, one of the two best teams from the Big Ten in the Big Ten title game. No. And so that's where they're throwing it out. And yeah. that there is a little there's a little bit that kind of makes sense with that because when 
uh, two years ago when uh, Ohio State played Wisconsin, you would definitely say Ohio State was the best time, uh, team in the East. And mm-hmm. if I remember correctly from that year, Wisconsin was knowingly the best team out of the West. So at least you have one of the best teams in there, and they totally dominated. So, yeah, it had an impact. So I see a little bit of the logic there. But, yeah, that's the thing where they – you kind of – I mean, I'm – I'm getting a little bit easier on them with it because I understand where they're going with it and not, I know that some, I will admit that some of it is a little biased because it's working in Michigan, Michigan's favor. But I, like I said, in the first two years, I didn't really pay attention to the details because I didn't really care. I was just interested who was going to get in. Right. And like you said, people probably saw the rankings turned off the TV. That's kind of how I was in the past. Okay. That's who they're ranked. Okay. Big deal. I don't really need to hear why I just was curious. Right. So now I'm curious on why, and I'm seeing how some of these things kind of make sense because how I said one of the two best teams isn't in the Big Ten title game this year, so that makes a difference in the com- some conference championships where in years past they maybe had the best teams. No, and you're right. In fact, two of the best teams in the Big Ten aren't in the championship game, <laughs> Michigan and Ohio State. In fact, the last game between those two felt like the Big Ten championship game. I mean, it really yeah. did, even though they're on different, you know, ones in um, different sides, but we're on both on the same side. But, um, no, you're right. It just makes me try to understand. I mean, I'm trying to wonder if it had anything to do with since last year, was it a big, you know, big deal? Did, was it because, you know, Michigan State got in there as the Big Ten championship and then they went and played Alabama they got blown out? when they know that maybe Ohio State would have had a better chance against them. You know what I mean? Wait, 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 wait. I was trying to find that. It was a little bit too slow. Get the con- yes, I agree with you. I think that that's very possible with <laughs> how actually Michigan State jacked things up because they were <laughs> – Michigan State has been saying disrespect, disrespect, disrespect for years with D'Antonio. Finally, they get the respect – Finally, they get on the national table being in the playoff, even though it was just the second year, and they get laid out and humiliated. Put a big old goose egg on them. Yeah. And I mean, how, how probably how how long into that do you think that people were just over and stopped watching that game? Right, right. And ratings probably dropped and everything. I mean, does anybody really want to say, well, I can't wait to see Alabama against Washington or Vice versa. I mean, or any of the other, I mean, the other, I I mean, I can see him with like, yeah, there could be some of that because, uh, there will be those people and be like, okay, how legit is Washington? Right. But that's another thing too, where if it's not an entertaining enough game, you're not going to hold people in there for the game. Right. Right. So, yeah. I mean, even, even Wisconsin, if they jump up in there, okay, great. Does anybody think that Alabama Wisconsin is going to be a great game? No, I think Alabama is going to roll over them. I mean, you know, and obviously anything can happen in football. We know that, but it's just one of those things where I'm going, man, I just think that they want the best matchups. I think they want the best teams playing in the top four, regardless, regardless of who's deserving and fair. And and if you, if you look at, if you put the lens on, you put the lens on of that, 
then it's, it, it won't make sense and it'll get you more angry. Even people that hate Michigan, they won't understand that. And I'm like, it's not a, it seems to be it's not about fair. It's just about getting the best teams to play each other. Yeah, so. yeah, I agree. Well, I think that part, and you were just saying, a part of that agenda about just focusing on the best teams is because of what happened yeah. last year with Michigan State, where it's just like, okay, we went the conference championship route, and this is what happened. Right. So we're more focused on making sure that we're finding the best teams. Mm-hmm. But I've got something here, and I don't know if we'll be going into it right now, but I will have something that will blow your mind. Oh, I can't wait. Cool. Well, I thought the whole pot leaves on the thing was blew my mind, but... Oh, yeah. Well, no, this is a little different. This isn't like baking your mind. This is blowing your mind. Okay. Uh, just something that could totally... That my This, I swear... I think is exactly what needs to happen and would quite possibly be the best solution overall for top the, to bottom for the top for the top top to bottom everything this this is the way that would fix it you figured it out I I figured it out you dude you could be a millionaire I know I Caleb have figured it out and some people are going to say oh I figured out part of it too nope I've got I've got something more this Solves a whole process, in my opinion. So okay. we'll, we'll get into that here just shortly. But, um, yeah, it's, it is looking like they're just looking for the best teams, which, which honestly used to bother me. And I, I, I will admit things are changing, and I said it once, and I'll say it again. I know some of it's a little bit of the bias in me, but part of it is just paying attention to playoff rankings week to week this year because they actually impacted my team. Right, And so I see the differences and see what they're going for and noticing that some of the best teams are in there and some of the conference championships. So maybe some things really got jacked up in the past years too. And I didn't know and I didn't care. So it'll be kind of interesting to see with that. But did you have anything else to add with that? Or No, I want to be my mind blown. You want your mind blown. Yeah. You You are ready for... The announcement. The amazing thing that I have to say. I, I built up suspense with this today. I swear, it felt like you were like building this in your garage or something. Yes, I'm like the mad scientist. But yeah, I, I was on Twitter. I mentioned a little something on there. Not, yeah, not you, a lot of reaction from it. But I, I had this epiphany. I had like... Uh, dude, I, you swear it has nothing to do with your weed thing. I swear this has nothing to do with drugs. I had an epiphany. I saw right. something in my mind's eye, and no, it was not because of any hallucinations or anything. Folks, but... this might be the last time you hear Caleb on this show. <laughs> yes. It is going to fix everything. Okay. So this is it. So get everybody together. Get committee, the judges, everybody on Twitter, everybody on social media. Listen to this. Yes. First step, okay. get rid of divisions. I agree. Completely. Every single conference, get no. rid of divisions. No East and Wests and... No nothing. Get rid of divisions. Okay, I agree. Completely. This this is first step, and th- this has been said by quite a few people, and I, I was even thinking before it was said, whatever, that doesn't matter. That's the small part of it. So you get rid of that. You gotta get that. So, can you get the music still going? It's kind of cool. Oh, you want the oh, you want the music still going? Yeah. I don't know how long it'll last. Yeah, that's alright. Like maybe a minute longer. Um, so get rid of the divisions. 
Yeah. And so then at the way that the end of the season will go, there will still technically be a championship game. Yeah. But it will essentially be a playoff game. Right. So I don't know how they'll want to decide this. It can be the committee. It can be the conferences themselves. But they will select the two best teams in their conference to face off for the game. The two best teams in their conference. Right. They will make that decision. So it's whether it's by conference, head-to-head, whatever. The conference or committee will pick the two teams, and they will play in this game. So every Power 5 conference will have a winner. All right. And this is the part where it gets more interesting. Then there's going to be this nice little sixth spot where you get a shot for the at-large, the independents. Right. So, for instance, this year, the matchup for that would wind up being Western Michigan versus Navy. Wow. So they would have their own. It it wouldn't be a conference, really, but it's just the best at-large teams. So by the playoff rankings, the best at-large teams are Western Michigan at 17 and Navy at 19. So they would have their own. It's not conference championship. That's why I'm saying these aren't really conference championship games. It's like an extra playoff game. No, you go through them, and that would be the next, right? Navy or? Yeah, exactly. So Navy and Western, they would would win. Uh, One of those would win. So you would have six winners. Yeah, and it would so have been Notre Dame at, if Notre Dame would have won. Yeah, if Notre, if Notre Dame uh, was a good team and everything, Notre Dame would be thrown in there and everything right. as well. Okay. Uh, Boise State at one point was ranked pretty high, so they could have been there. So you're going uh, with Houston like State. MAC teams. Oh yeah, anybody uh, conference U uh, conference USA. You know the best teams that um, are, and this is also where the committee kind of comes in. So the the rankings will still have weight to a certain extent because then they can select the two at large teams. Okay. So this year, by their rankings, those two teams would be Western Michigan and Navy. So then at, at the end of all those games, those championship games or whatever you want to call them, there would be six teams left. The top two ranked teams, however they fall, maybe, maybe you take it from the playoff rankings. Uh, the two teams that are ranked the highest would get a bye week. And okay. then the other, team, yep. the other four teams would be matched up in their games. Mm-hmm. And so that would bring it down to two. And then those those uh, four would then play two games of the championship game. So essentially, you are not adding any more games for anyone. That, because that was a, little, a bit of my concern. I was just like, right. I would love a bigger playoff. Um, but you're adding more but, games, right. But you're worried about adding more games. And yep. so, yes, we are adding a little bit, but not a lot. Because you're still having those postseason championship games that are essentially the conference championship games. That that decide right. those um, those six teams, those mm-hmm. final six teams. That decides the final six teams. So then, instead of going into the four and then two games, you're just adding two more games, right? In there, so you're not overwhelming it. Where you're going to have, uh, I mean, eight teams wouldn't be too bad and everything. But I just I feel like that's kind of the magic solution where you you get people to decide the best teams out of your, and right. out of your conference. So uh, I, yeah, I would suggest putting multiple conference right, not yeah, because then the conference, right. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So here, here this is how it would look for this year by by the rankings right now. In the SEC, Alabama would play Auburn in their championship game. Yeah. To play into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. 
Ohio State uh, would match up against Michigan again to play into the playoffs. Right. Clemson then would play Florida State. Yep. Uh, to get into the playoffs. Washington would then play Colorado to get into the playoffs. And then Oklahoma versus Oklahoma State. Right. And that <laughs> and so I, I there you go. You have quite a few. I mean, the furthest team ranked there is uh, Auburn at 14 and then Florida State at 12. So most of those there, you're looking at top 10 teams. Right. And then you get so your Western right there at large. Yeah, exactly. And so that's where the, the committee still matters. They're still making some of the decisions. Their playoff rankings do wind up mattering in the long shot. And they they can be the ones who they essentially will be the ones who are picking the two at large teams because it'll go by the rankings, the two highest mm-hmm. uh, at large teams, independent, any conference outside of the power five. Um, but then the conferences themselves can decide what two teams go against each other, or they could go by the playoff ranking or by the uh, committee rankings. Like okay. I said, that that's kind of the fine line there where it's like, uh, personally, I think it should be a, a conference thing. Right. Um, do you think that um, they want to put forward the best team that will be able to go in the playoffs and win? Well, that's let's just put like this way. My, do you think, do you think uh, teams in the conference that schedule outside of the conference games that would continue, correct? Yes. Okay. So what if you don't do well with outside of your conference, but then you roll on your own conference, you still get in, right? Well, that would, that would be coming up to the decision-making because that's the unique right. things where, I mean, let's say if Ohio State had lost to Oklahoma, you know, they're still a good team, but they lost a, a non-conference team. Right. So yeah. that, that would be another thing that needs to be factored, uh, in. factored in. Okay. So th- those things would be factored in where, I mean, maybe a team goes – undefeated outside of conference but suffers one loss in the conference but then there's two undefeated teams for all the conference teams but then you look at the teams that they played outside of conference and they were really good te- they played like right. three really amazing teams and they beat them all and maybe right. they had an off day where they wound up losing game i mean we've, we've seen a lot of these teams lose a game everybody suffer alabama and western so yep. I mean, it, somebody has to make that decision. So whether that falls on the conferences or the committee, that that decision falls somewhere. So I this, I this is what I'm thinking would be the solution. It. <laughs> Does it make sense? Yeah, send it to them. Yeah, I'm. I like it out there, man. I it's like going the out there. I like the point system was pretty interesting too. So yeah, that you know whatever you you schedule during the year. You get a certain amount of points. Say you get six points if you win uh, at home against a top ten team or whatever they are, top five or whatever. You get a certain amount of points, and if you win at home, it's a little bit less. You know what I mean? And then yeah. as the team loses throughout the year, like Oklahoma did, they were at number two when Ohio State beat them, right? Well, yeah. they a lot of points for that. Because they went on the road to beat Oklahoma. Well, now Oklahoma started stinking. Well, you start losing those points as they start stinking. But then now Oklahoma's doing well. You gain them back. And that's why I'm like, some guy came up with this and I've read it a long time. It was really a little bit complicated, but it was a really cool way of what it says is then it makes you want to schedule 
tougher opponents, makes you want to win on the road more <laughs> just so you yeah. can get teams like that to do, you know, whatever to win. But uh, it was really interesting. But uh, I like what you got going, man. Send yeah, it. well, that's that. Yeah, that's kind of the thing, too, where it's just like if the conference makes the decision, you'll playing outside of conference games could maybe not really hold that much weight. I mean, it'll come into their consideration. I mean, like, okay, you right. played a really good team. Um, but really, they don't have to look at the record. Maybe it's just really looking at the team, how they played. And each no, conference like, could weigh it differently. It. The reason I I was for in the beginning when you said was I can't stand divisions within the conference. I can't stand it. It drives me nuts. No. I never yeah. understood it. So Yeah, I, I mean, it... You, what you're doing is you're saying one division, for instance, Michigan, the, the division we're in is a little bit tougher than the other division that you know, Wisconsin's in and yeah. Iowa's in. So all those teams, they're okay. They're not good at all. But, you know, we have a, we have a lot tougher te- teams on our side than their side. Yeah. And the, and the thing that, and I know, and you know, that yes, there's the bias in here and everything. And the, I know that the thing that sucks then is that there are going to be some of those teams that are going to be like, well, we're never going to make the championship game or the playoffs because everybody's so tough. And it's just like, well, yeah, but that's the thing. You want to, this leads to the ultimate goal of putting the best teams against each other. That's well, what the goal of the playoff is. Well, the team, the thing is, is then the teams that say this, well, you, is, well, the very fact is, well, you weren't going to get there anyways. <laughs> So yeah. what did it matter? So, you know, they're like, well, you don't have a sh- sh- chance. I'm like, the only chance you're going to get is if they go to eight teams and they keep doing what they're doing. That's the only time, the only chance they're going to be able to do this. It'll be, yeah. well, I don't think it'll be just as bad, but if you go to eight teams, then you have a chance. Like somebody like, like you said, Western or whatever might sneak in there as a at large, but yeah. Yeah. So I am I'm going to after we're done here, um, however late it's gonna be, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to draft that up and create a graphic and show what it would look like right now because it's before the championship games and everything. And be yeah. like, this is what it would look like for this year. And this is what could possibly happen, and this is is why I think it's the best solution. Get it out for- there, man. We'll get it out there, you know. Yeah, support it. Make yeah. the change. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, cool. yeah. Make the change. Yeah, there you Hashtag go. So the change. Yeah. Yes, love it. So, yep, there you go. There's, there's my real talk. There's my wisdom. You just got guffed. I, I got rocked. Rocked. Yes, I should have used that. You got rocked. <laughs> Hashtag rock. Make the change. So yeah, there you go, man. There's the. There's where our thoughts are in the game and what's going on this weekend. You know, some big games. I'm going to be watching them, so see what's going down. But um, Michigan has a shot, so that's good. A lot of people thought we were out, but we do have a shot. So, yep. And that and that's the thing too, where I was just kind of like, I I want to make it so that approach this thing where I would want to think of this from another team standpoint. It's just like, would I be okay with this if this happened with another team? Right. And that's where I can't really say from looking at past experience because I haven't really paid attention to the playoffs 
uh, before all that well on seeing if somebody really honestly got screwed because I didn't really care all that much. Right. I was just uh, mainly the only thing I was really hoping for was that Ohio State wasn't going to get in that one year. What's that one? Yeah, we know that we understand why Michigan will get in. We know that, like I said, if you know the kind of fan base and the money and and the things that 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 Michigan can bring and Ohio State and those teams can bring, then you understand. And then, like you brought up, as far as what, how many top ten teams Michigan has beaten, it makes sense. But I'll tell you what, if if this weekend goes by and then Tuesday rolls around and Michigan gets in that four spot, I'll just warn everybody, you're going to see so much hate. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> just be ready for it. Get your gun and get ready because it's going to start rolling. But it'll be really funny to watch. So Yeah, that will be crazy. And, yeah, there – there's no real way they could set up. The only way it could happen is if both Clemson and Washington yep. lose, but they would love to put the matchup back in there for Ohio State, Michigan. Yeah. Um, if they could force it to happen. Oh, yeah. Uh, but they, they might just have to luck into it if Michigan even gets in, because like I said, I don't know. I doubt both the teams will lose. So they would have to luck into it where both Michigan and Ohio State would win their games and it would be a championship game between Ohio State and Michigan. And I previously wouldn't like that. That's that's where my thing is, where uh, a little bit of my issue would be, because I previously wouldn't really like it if another conference put two teams in and they didn't play against each other right away, because that would essentially give them the chance of putting a championship game of the conference playing itself, Yep. which would def- I feel like kind of defeat it for some people. That's why I didn't really like the Alabama LSU championship game. Because oh, guess who's going to win? An SEC team. Wow. But um, <laughs> right. But this. Uh, but I that I would actually honestly prefer that. Like I would be okay with even preferring that here, where if Michigan and Ohio State do get in, that you should automatically put them against each other, just so that it's not guaranteeing that won't like, happen. Yeah. No. They they wouldn't automatically do that. But that that that's where me trying to put my unbiased in there. Right. Yeah. Well, first of all, too, I'm not, I mean, like, yeah, I like the Big Ten, but I'm not like the SEC idiots out there, which is like, oh, my conference won. Oh, my gosh, my conference won the title. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, because it's just like, no, I if if we got there, if two teams got there, Michigan, Ohio State, I would hate it if Ohio State won. I would care less if it was my conference. Who cares? Well, you're <laughs> right. I think these this committee's maybe in a way wants Clemson and Washington to blow their teams out so they don't have to worry about anything. But uh, I think they still want Michigan in there. I just do. It's just based on what I saw and heard. and <laughs> so. Yeah, it'll be we'll interesting. See. But I think that kind of wraps up most of it. And we actually yep. have spent a long time with it here this week. So we will go ahead and transition into some closing thoughts here. yeah that's just me beatboxing there if you never noticed no i'm just kidding (laughs) um but yeah so that's that a lot to talk about with the playoffs a lot of interesting things to see because i mean it's just really kind of an interesting week as things are going to be breaking down for the final well actually the final announcement sunday night it's not tuesday oh okay i thought it was tuesday Okay. I think it's Sunday night because all the games are done and everything. No, you're right. Which honestly, it kind of makes sense, but it kind of doesn't make sense because it's like 
there's NFL football, so why would you want to conflict with that? And yeah. why would you want to give your committee less time to think about it? Oh, and but, by the way, I think is it Washington, Colorado play on Friday night? Is that right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, make sure that you know that's a that's that is almost the game to watch or and that is probably the most important game for Michigan to watch. So yeah, yeah. I feel, I feel a little bit bad because I, I kind of liked seeing Washington do well. Now I don't want I did to too. I mean, you know, they haven't been relevant in a long time and then that coach is really doing a fantastic job. They got a great quarterback. So, um, good team. It's just, um, but they got to do their business. That's the thing. So, I mean, yeah, you don't want to. You don't go. Shoot, I'm I'm rooting against Washington. I actually very much respect Washington as a team. They played really well. They're a great team. But uh, I mean, I'm only rooting them to lose so we can get in. But that's just you know us being, you know, a fan base. That's who we are. Yeah, and I almost forgot to mention some of this. And since I know him, he's gonna probably hate me a little bit, but. Uh, Craig, the caller from last episode, mentioned some stuff about the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said I was going to bring it up, and I was looking. Um, do, 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 do. Man, I can't even. I have this like little type stuff from what he said last uh, last time, but now I'm not following it very well. Uh, but he. He was agreeing that he doesn't think that Wisconsin or Penn State is going to make it in, um, and that Ohio State's just going to sit in there. That it's going to take a lot for Michigan to get in, and the only hope, I believe, if I'm not missing it, would be for um, yeah. He said Clemson was going to win the ACC, and so really the only hope would be for Colorado to uh, upset Washington. So I know I said I was going to mention that, so I finally fit it there in at the end. So Craig, you can't get mad at me. <laughs> if you're if you're listening to this. So, okay. Um that is most of that. Uh we do thank you guys for tuning in. Like we mentioned in the beginning, uh the Blue Network Everything Michigan Football uh Facebook group, check it out. Um and uh our website, you can always check that out, bluebrothersportscast.com. Our episodes can be found on SoundCloud. We actually have stuff on TuneIn, Sound um iTunes and other places as well. I actually need to go back and check iTunes to see if we have actually gotten any reviews because I haven't been on there forever. But we also have the voicemail. You can call in 551-258-3276. That is 551-BLUE-BRO. So with that, we uh, thank you all. Uh, We hope that you are having a good start to your week. And we will go ahead and, as always, finish things off with uh, Go Blue. Go Blue.